I think one of the main themes of the show from day one was how to just keep walking, how to put one foot in front of the other, mm -hmm. and, and just keep moving forward in your life, even when everything is in the darkest places imaginable of the human mind. And I, I feel like a lot of the fans, myself included, have been to that darkest place. And to be able to have people who connect with you and say, you know, it's just like Sam in this season, or just like Dean, or just like this random character in this one episode. Mm -hmm. You just keep walking. You put one foot in front of the other, and you, you think about the show, and you're like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I started looking at my life and my family, and like, gosh, I'm awfully mad at this person because they didn't do that for me. Or my sister, they didn't do that for me. And I thought, well, what am I doing for them? I'm at Dallas Park Central Weston Hotel. The boys are home. Sam and Dean, that is. Or as they are known to the most loyal fans of any television series, Jensen and uh, Jared. They and their cast are in town to meet their most loyal fans. Welcome to the journey. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky little problems. We play a few games, too, and attract the remarkable characters of three classic books. Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again. All of which you can get in your favorite format from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Jan DeWitt is here, a Texan and the prolific actress from the 70s and 80s. Jan stepped away from the bright lights for a while. You'll recognize her these days by her voiceovers. She will be my guest later this season to share the unique arc of her journey. A fan and friend of the boys, today she has agreed to be my co-host for this very special episode. Jan, welcome. The mic is yours. Hi, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so we're at Supernatural Convention, Dallas Con, um, and talking to our uh, fans, all of us are what we call fan girls, and they're fan boys. Some of us are older and want to be called fan women. <laughs> that are older like the girl part. So um, I just kind of wanted to start out and ask uh, maybe everybody just to talk a little bit about what the convention um if this is your first convention or if you've been to several conventions and what you've basically gleaned from this convention being that it's just ended and we're all still in a, a, a state of high, I think. <laughs> so, okay. I'm Esther from the Netherlands. Um, and for me, it's my third convention. I've been, my first convention was uh, Justin Bello in Rome. Uh, that was a year and a half ago, and uh, last May I went to Germany, uh, Asylum Europe, and so now in Dallas, 
Um, and for me, I think this was probably the most fun convention. Um, I didn't really expect that because I was on my own and like the other two I went with friends, but um, everyone here has been so nice and it's been a wonderful experience. And because it's my third convention, I'm a little bit more comfortable <laughs> about like interacting with um, the actors. Um, so it's actually been a lot of fun for me this weekend. So um, I know you just you, you said in Rome and the one in Germany, and where else, y'all just chime in uh, as to where else there are conventions that we all know. I went to San Francisco. So we had one in San Francisco. Chicago Con last year. Chicago. I went to Burbank yeah. in March. Burbank, and what happened? What happened? Where I met Alexis. Okay, so, so you met Alexis there. In L.A. also, which is kind of like Burbank, but they were actually different hotels. One was in L.A. and one yeah. was in Burbank, which yeah. is a different city. Oh, wow. They're like right next to each other. Right. Anybody else been to any of the others? Vancouver. Oh, yeah. We had Vancouver. Uh, that I was have awesome. friends who went to Birmingham. Okay, Birmingham in England, yes. not Alabama. No, England. I don't want you to clarify. England. And Australia. Australia, yeah, we've had uh, conventions there. Uh, Brazil. Yeah, yes, oh, they yeah, have one in Rio. Great, great one in Rio. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I know there's one in Paris. Yeah, Paris. And they do have it in Nashville, but they changed from Nashville to Dallas, so we're excited about that. New Jersey. Have one in New Chicago, Jersey. Right? Yeah, in Chicago. And in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. In Boston. So the yeah. guy from Vegas next yeah. year. Oh yeah, Woo! Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Uh, everything. We won't be able to talk about that one. Everything that happens in Vegas stays. Stays in Vegas. Texas. Everything happens in Texas. We tell everybody. Wild for supernatural fans. Oh man. Okay. Who do we eat everything? So some of the some of the other any other comments about or feelings about. The convention today, which I think is, is so exciting that you've been to conventions and you said this is the most fun because I don't. This is only my second, and I agree. I, I mean, even over Vancouver, I it was just so much fun with here, and I like to think that's because so many of us are from Texas and we're, we'll take the credit for, <laughs> for being friendly. Yeah. But anybody else? This is my third con, and this is by far the best con that I've ever had. That's awesome. All the celebrities that I met are so down to earth and that's why I keep coming back. Tell us who's speaking. This is Renee. I'm from Silver Springs, Nevada. I had such an amazing time being able to see the celebrities and they, some of them even remembered me from previous cons, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. Yeah. Anybody else? Jump in? Well, yeah, go ahead. I'm Emily. I'm from Fort Collins, Colorado. This was my very first convention ever. It's like a family. I I thought that was just kind of people being, oh yeah, we're a family. And then I get here, it actually is a family. Mm -hmm. It's like lifelong friendships mm -hmm. made today. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool for us. Uh, I'll go. I'm Jana from San Francisco, California. Mm -hmm. And I've been to Vancouver where I actually met Jan and I'm meeting great with Jim Beaver. <laughs> um, and I came this time by myself in Vancouver. I went with my husband and mm -hmm. I, uh, I almost didn't go and I complained and whined on Facebook that I, I'm too old to go, too fat to go, no one will like me, I'll have a oh. <laughs> And I was trying to sell my ticket. I was convinced it would be awful, but Y'all have been so warm. And she, I really she's saying y'all. She's in California, but she's already <laughs> saying y'all. <laughs> My brother heard your mouth a little, so I kind of pick that up as a okay. way to keep it, keep it in close. But I thought there's no possible way I could come to an event like this by myself. And it's like I walked into immediate friends. I'm not going to cry on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> My voice will get thick. Um, 
but I mean, it's just, it's been kind of life-changing, just the, the warmth of the people. Like, I thought I was coming to watch actors I love and a show I love talk, but it's actually for the fans. Mm-hmm. That's the real heart of it. That's very true. I experienced the same thing in Rome, uh, because that was my first convention, and I didn't know what to expect. And same with you s- said about, like, oh, it's a family. Yeah, right. But it really is, and there's this atmosphere that really makes all the difference, I think. My, really my favorite thing is whenever Jared and Jensen come on stage, the first thing they say is, where are the newbies? And everybody will raise their hand, and they're like, welcome to the family. Yeah. yeah. That means a lot to everybody. You said something? Um, yeah, this is my second one. I, I'm Carol from Los Angeles area of California, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to the one in uh, Burbank, in March, mm-hmm. and it was my first one, and I took my son, who was 22 years old, mm-hmm. and he has gone for the last five or six years, he's gone to anime conventions, and when we went to this one, he said, this is the most fun I've ever had at a convention, mm-hmm. so he's, a, he's actually done a lot of other ones with a lot of other people, and mm-hmm. he still thought that Supernatural was the best, and we had a really, really good time, and I honestly thought nothing could top it. And then I came to this one with my daughter, mm-hmm. and we just had a wonderful time. And we, I filled up my phone with a bunch of new contacts and yeah. emails and <laughs> phone numbers. <laughs> and it's just been wonderful. And we made a really, really good friend here that um, I was happy that we could make her weekend even more special because she came with a really good friend, and they were supposed to share photo ops. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out mm-hmm. today for her to go in the photo ops with her friend mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. Um, but she didn't get to be in the Jared or Jensen photo ops with her friend. And my daughter and I did the Jared and Jensen together. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do the Jared by myself. And I told her, well, since you can't be in your friend's photos, come be in the one with me. Mm-hmm. So she took home the picture of her and Jared and I. So she got to be in one. And that's the kind of family mm-hmm. that this mm-hmm. creates, that right. we do that kind of thing for each other. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I just want to jump in. Maybe, Alexis, you could talk a little bit, because we kind of jumped in talking about Supernatural mm-hmm. like everybody listening knows what it is. Right, right. And I think we've all experienced where you say, they'll say, well, what are you all doing here? You're, you're at like this convention, and we say, they say, what's it for? And we say, Supernatural. And they go, what? What's Supernatural? <laughs> <laughs> is that a new age thing? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, Alexis, you could kind of talk, tell everybody what, what we are, what we do. Okay. Well, Supernatural is the best show on television. (laughs) (laughs) And every fan wants everybody to watch the show because it's such a... Everything that everybody says about it, it has a supernatural element, yes. It has the, the hunting, you know, if you're into adventure and traveling to different universes, it has that. It has the down to earth human heart and the most important thing which is the brotherhood between the two main characters, which is Sam and Dean. And everyone, when they watch Sam and Dean and the chemistry that Jared and Jensen, who play Sam and Dean, have, if they don't, they fall in love with it because it's just so beautiful to watch. I mean, don't you all agree? Yeah. And even on stage, they have, mm-hmm. on the convention, I mean, that's why the room has to be widened for Jared and Jensen on Sunday because... They are just so on stage. They're like brothers, like real brothers. And 
it, if the show is on the CW network here in the States, maybe some of you from other places can say what networks it's on in other countries. Oh, um, in the Netherlands, I don't think it's currently on, but if it's on, it's on Net5. So, so, you, so in some of the other countries, um, those of us in the United States, we, we get kind of crazy sometimes and say, oh, the show is on at a certain time, but our fan base is worldwide. Mm -hmm. and so many fans watch it on the Internet so yeah. that they can see it in real time because it might yeah. not be showing on their TV yeah, or later. exactly, because in the Netherlands, we're halfway through season five, even though season eight is about to begin in, what, ten Half days? Yeah. No, it's, um, they're on episode seven. No, eight. Oh, the airing. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it airs on yeah. October 3rd. That's the first episode will be. Yeah, and so, that's season eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not getting anywhere. So I've been watching online yeah. since season five. Um, and that kind of leads, I think, um, to a lot of us. Um, I know when I started, I've been watching Supernatural from the beginning, but did not get involved in the fan base or social media mm -hmm. with it um, or conventions until about a year ago, a year and a half ago. So uh, who wants to talk a little bit about the, you know, about the Facebook presence, all the groups, the fan fiction? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We did not talk about yeah. that. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. And Twitter and how you know how uh, Supernatural has used the social media to really promote this what we call a cult following. Really, I saw a hand behind you there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I sort of jumped all over Facebook and Tumblr and Twitter. Um, it's one. It's a really wonderful way of participating in the story of the show. Mm -hmm. You can take an image and make a little a little short clip called GIF or GIF. I call it GIF. Caption it yourself. You're you're playing with the story yourself. Mm -hmm. Even in that form, you can take a, a picture of Jared or Jensen or Sam. You can caption it. You're participating in the narrative. You can take it further and you write fan fiction. You can go in and go. You know, I don't like what they did with the amulet. I'm going to write the story of how they should do it. And so we're actually, in a, in a way, I think through Tumblr and Facebook, we are part of the show in a really hands-on, dirt under your nails kind of way. And we take it in us mm -hmm. and give it back through us. And I think that's part of how we feed the, the fandom. Yes, and a lot of the actors feed back to us with Twitter now because yes. we, we could probably say Misha Collins, who is not here, but he was supposed to be here, and we want to say congratulations for the new baby yes. that's coming. Yes. And we missed you so much, but we hope to see you again at you know other conventions. But yes, um, that I think is the best thing. Misha is probably wasn't he the first one. about our relationship, because everybody, I think, watch, that watches a show on TV, that everybody says, oh, I love this show, or I love this show, and they know the actors. Yeah. But what I always ask is, who's the executive producer? Who's the, the mm. you know, who is the uh, uh, head hairdresser? Who is the bodyguard? Who is the assistant to executive producers? Who are the writers? Nobody knows that. We do. Eric Gamble. 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 Eric Gamble.
as a newbie, let me let me put in. So which one is the producer? Well, there's several producers. Several. Several. Um, Name a few producers. Tim me. Michaels. Mm-hmm. Robert Baker. Mm-hmm. And the writers. Jerry Carver, Ben Edlund, guys. Yeah. And then they have guests. They they also have guest directors and guest writers that are not actually. Contracted mm-hmm. by, but they're, they guess. Right. So who's the main director, though? Is there one? Really is Robert the Singer, probably. The they have multiple ones. Yeah. But yeah. One we should mention Jensen Ackles directs. He's right. one of the main stars. So yeah, but now we even said who the stars. Who are the stars? Jared Padalecki, who right. plays Sam Winchester. Right. Jensen yeah. Ackles, who plays Dean Winchester. Misha Collins, who plays Castiel the Angel. And and I'm going to cut in right now because we're going to play a game a little later. Where you have to know some of those answers, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to let her say any more than that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll I'll see. Well, everyone knows those already. <laughs> right. You don't know that. Right. You don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the exciting things I think too with us the, this convention being in Dallas that both. Of, well, we call Jared and Jensen the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever you hear the yeah. boys, that's even though there are a lot of guys on the show, you mean Jared and Jensen, and they're both from Texas. So we, you know, we're we're excited because we think we produce some pretty cool boys. Build a nice in Texas. We do. <laughs> That's what they all. Get rid of the. You end up with two actors that end up bonding through the show and becoming brothers, and they both find out they're from Texas. This is one of the cool stories. Really similar family backgrounds. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. And they're actually the same years apart as the characters that they. Yeah. Yeah. And they what both have brothers in their life. They both have J names. They yep. both. Oh, they're the both same. They like the same names. They have M names. Both of their older brothers, brothers have J names. Well, Cowboy Band. Have to be from Dallas. So the way the story begins is the brothers have been estranged, and Dean comes because their their father has been away on a hunting trip in quotation marks, and they haven't heard from him in a few days. So we have these two guys that are sort of kind of reconnecting, and these two actors who are reconnecting, and over the course of the entire series, their real-life relationship mm-hmm. deepens, and it just informs what they do on screen, and when they say they love each other on screen, it's real. Mm-hmm. And we get to see that. It's such a privilege to have watched this real relationship permeate their characters and their work as actors. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of why it feels real, because that line between mm-hmm. it's a TV show and this is life, that line already is a little... Mm-hmm. One thing I'd like to say about the the fan base of this show compared to other shows also Mm -hmm. is that in a lot of other shows, among cast and crew, Mm -hmm. there are difficulties and Mm -hmm. strife and things interfere with the filming of the show off and on. Mm -hmm. There are pressures that that cause fights, tiffs, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, In that instance, also in the fandom, you have fights and tiffs and disagreements that get out of hand in those fandoms. In Supernatural, it really is, in my opinion, above the norm of any other show in that the cast and crew are a family. Mm -hmm. They are very friendly, very happy, have fun. It's a really good environment. Any guest star that comes on the show will leave telling you what a great time they had and how fun it was. Mm Because it starts there in the actual filming work day, 
of this show. It spreads out into the fandom who also is friendly and open and loving and caring. And you don't have those fights and arguments and tips that you have on any other show. Mm -hmm. And I believe it starts with the filming of the show and how they act with each other. It shows in the fandom. Right. Well, I agree with that. I mean, Richard Spate, or not Richard Spate Jr., um, Matt Cohen was on Mm. two episodes. And he's a staple of conventions because of how much love he gets from the fans. Gabriel Kimberly, same thing. Two episodes out of seven seasons, and everybody knows them, everybody loves them so much that they just keep coming back, even though they're not on the show and haven't been on the show for years. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things, too, that um, I think about uh, supernatural conventions that seem to be different from many other conventions is that the stars, the boys, Jared and Jensen, come to every convention. And mm-hmm. when you think about, there's one almost every month, isn't yeah. that right, guys? Yeah, I mean, certainly there's That's like convention season from like May through August, probably, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's like one every week almost. And to be clear, they're um, the hardest working actors on yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. the two leads. They're in every episode, almost every scene, what, 22, 24 episodes per year for eight years. These guys work harder than any other actors, and yeah. they still take the time. Right, they <laughs> take off on a, uh, a, a lot of times, uh, Jared Jensen come on Sunday, so they'll take off if they're working through Saturday, they'll come on Saturday, uh, and then they leave on Sunday night after they're done, flying yeah. back to Vancouver to, work to, Monday to go back to work on Monday morning. And so. they work about 15 hours a yeah. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jensen just has to go be an overachiever and start directing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jensen is from, again, from, from, the, from Richardson, which North is right. Right, just north of Dallas. And um, he, I think what Lexi was referring to is he's directed his third, for season eight, his third directing directorial debut was a couple, a couple of seasons ago. So, And he actually directed this year, we'll see in the third episode, his own dad, who is a voiceover uh-huh. talent, uh-huh. who works here in yeah. Dallas uh-huh. as well. Uh-huh. So, so that's kind of fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to, uh, to ask, too, is I know um, all of us have family and we have people that that are our supernatural friends and people that we share with. And then we've all got that other part of our family, our mm-hmm. friends that think we're all crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they think, yeah, oh exactly. <laughs> okay, that's Alexis's dad. <laughs> I know you can't see him waving his, ha- waving his hand, folks, but he is waving his hand. So, um, and, and everything that I know we say, or if somebody will mention something, we relate it back to oh, yeah. a supernatural episode or a story and I think and I want you all to give some examples oh, if you can remember in just a second no. but the the thing that makes it so personal is that we do relate it to life mm-hmm. and our own lives and um, so, so what are some of the, the things that you guys do here? What I've noticed is no matter what I watch on TV listen on the radio a movie it all refers back to Supernatural <laughs> I can be watching a commercial and go there's Gabriel Tigerman selling pizza. <laughs> and the trickster selling there, Pepsi. There's the trickster selling Pepsi. And there's the possessed bear on the Downey commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Any yeah. music I hear. I hear Wayward Son and I'm like, mm-hmm. my, oh. my daughter hears it. She's only five and she loves the show. And she goes, there's the Jared and Jensen song, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's mention that for just a second. Because I think music, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the music that... Supernatural has brought 
uh, to this to this series um, is unique, and I mm -hmm. think it it pulls a lot of us, especially uh, some of us that classic rock is yeah, <laughs> was, right. was was my rock. Yeah. Um, really, I think keeps us there and brings the tears to our our face. So, what are some of the ACDC back in black. You hear that and you hear it, you think a baby coming down oh, the road. Yeah. And yeah. who's baby? Yeah. Baby in the car. Nineteen sixty seven and Chevy and Paula. She's her kind of her own character. She's right? a yeah. metallic car. Metallic car and she is a character on the show. She's like their home. Yeah. 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 They travel around basically mostly Midwest. That that's basically where they live. That's the home that goes with them. So so what are some other songs? Renegade by Styx, which was perfectly chosen in that scene. It was anything from AC yeah. Highway to Hell. Mm -hmm. Wayward Sun. Small Silence yeah. of Lucidity. Oh mm. my god, yeah. Yeah, Wayward Sun. They they end every every finale, uh at at the end of every year, except I think the first one it was it was used the the episode before the finale mm -hmm. in the first year, but every other one so we all know that into the, the finale when we hear that recap with mm -hmm. Wayward Son. So no, none of us can go to a, a, a Kansas concert or hear Kansas songs. <laughs> right. Um, uh, the, I always forget Thunder... Thunderstruck. 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 Yeah. I hear that song and I always think of, they used it as one of the recaps mm -hmm. for the show. Mm -hmm. And... That the beginning with the fast drums and the na 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 kind of encompasses so much that goes on in Supernatural. And I also like to point out the the score itself is so beautiful. It is mm -hmm. Americana off of this soundtrack is the scene the song they use for most of the brotherly moments and the scenes with John and that always makes me like sniffly. Mm -hmm. It's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the music. Yeah, I feel about Simon yeah. Lucidity when I watch. I hear that song. Anywhere, oh. and I'm yeah. like done because you just mm -hmm. sing a heart, which is an episode of the show. Very tragic. Yeah, well, they they have have yeah. No and if you yeah. don't cry in that episode, you have no heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the music is is a, I think a huge part. It's what pulls at our our our, our heartstrings. We, you know, it's just beautifully done. And I I mean personally, I think everything from the casting to you know to hair and makeup to costume to the music to the special effects, the visual effects, mm -hmm. um, all they work so hard at mm -hmm. doing this. And uh, it's so also worth mentioning, I think, that most of the crew has been the same crew for all eight seasons. Mm -hmm. I think I heard um, out of 300, like something like 280 are the exact same yeah. people from from. Day I mean, one. the writers have changed quite a lot, but other than that, it's pretty much the same crew that they started out with. That's and I think that's yeah. worth mentioning that's because these fan. people know. Um, how to approach the scenes. You know, there's such a familiarity um, in working that it all just kind of flows together so easily, and um, I think that's definitely And important. speaking of family, it always remarkable to me that the main character of the show met his wife yeah. on the show. Yeah. And his real-life wife. His real-life yeah, wife. His real-life real wife. Who won't spoil who she is. Watch the show and you'll find out. Uh-oh. But, yes, um, one of the main stars found his wife on the show, and the other main star's father is about to be in season eight of the show, mm -hmm. in episode three, I can tell him that. <laughs> and, 
And it's just amazing how the family, and then they were in each, and then the main two characters, like they're brothers, they play groomsmen in each other's weddings. They live together had, for a number of years. They live yeah. together. On their days off, they hang out together. They hang out right? all the summer. Yeah. And so they've gone through so many life changes, because, you know, Jared just won't say, when they started, they were just single boy, you know, guys coming into his TV and trying to doing their first lead shows ever, to married, kids, all this stuff. What, what are some other shows before... Supernatural that Jared and Jensen were in that maybe some of the listeners had actually Jared seen. Jared Padalecki was in. Let what? me cut you. That question is coming oh. up later. Oh! <laughs> so, no, we don't get to right. <laughs> um, Okay, so what, one of the things that I was kind of interested in is, is personally, without going into too much depth or detail or gory, gory stuff, or <laughs> <laughs> too personal and stuff, I should say, is how Supernatural has either changed your life or affected you or a relationship that you have? Because I think all of us <laughs> feel that way. Yeah, um, for me, um, yeah, I won't go into too much detail, but um, something happened in my family that changed my definition of family. It ruined my definition of family, basically. Um, so this show, because it's so much about what family is for and why it's so important, um, really helped me get through that and really sort of helped me redefine family um, so that um, I could really deal with that in in a good way, you know, and it really helped me through a lot of hard times, I guess. That's awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the main themes of the show from day one was how to just keep walking, how to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And, and just keep moving forward in your life, even when everything is in the darkest places imaginable of the human mind. And I, I feel like a lot of the fans, myself included, have been to that darkest place. And to be able to have people who connect with you and say, you know, it's just like Sam in this season, or just like Dean, or just like this random character in this one episode. Mm-hmm. You just keep walking. You put one foot in front of the other, and you you think about the show, and you're like, if they can do it, I can do it. But then what you do is you get online, and you go on a Facebook page. You'll say, well, yeah, that's what you do, but you don't do it alone. I'm right there with you. Let's hold hands. Let's walk together. And it's amazing. <laughs> So I watched the show and I had a lot of those same feelings, but I started looking at Sam and Dean, things like, you know, you're my brother, I'd do anything for you. You know, one sells his soul to get the other back. And I started looking at my life and my family and like, gosh, I'm awfully mad at this person because they didn't do that for me. Or my sister, they didn't do that for me. And I thought, well, what am I doing for them? And I picked up the phone. I called my brother in Georgia, who I haven't talked to, and I patched things up, and he needed some help. I sent him a care package. I sent him money. Talked to my st- I became a better person because I saw this relationship modeled for me. It's what you do. And I saw that modeled with Jared and Jensen. It's what you do. So people would go online and say something horrible about Jared's wife. I got in my car, and I drove down. I found like a stray cat, and I fed that cat some food just to counter the hate. It was it was supernatural love, but in action. Mm. It's it's not how I feel. It's what am I doing to make other mm-hmm. people's suffering a little less. Awesome. Yeah, who can oh, I reach awesome. out to next? Yeah. What I did was um, when Jen and Jared had the, had, were having the baby. And and hang on, just a second. Jen is Genevieve. Genevieve Padalecki. And when they found out they were having a baby, they wanted to have 
fans wanted to send gifts to them, but they said, instead of sending gifts, I want you to donate to St. Jude. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to St. Jude. So what I did was I went to Chicago Con, and I told Jared, what I'm going to do for Christmas is each week, if I can, I will send something to St. Jude. And what I did, I only did two weeks worth, but I sent ten cool head bandanas for the kids, five for boys, five for girls. And the week later, I sent a box of coloring books and crayons just because they're sitting in a hospital bed and they have nothing else to do, so something fun to do for them. Yes, we were, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on that because I think that is a huge part, and I didn't have it here on the mm -hmm. list, is about how these boys, Jensen and Jared, and Misha mm -hmm. especially, um, a huge part of their life and a huge part that they that they use their celebrity yes. status for and for us to uh, us fans uh, to help with is their charities. Yes. Mm -hmm. All yeah. the charities and the one Renee that you were talking about. Uh, what what did the fandom raised what forty thousand and then Jared, and then Jared matched it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So for in honor of his new baby, they raised almost a hundred thousand dollars for St. Jude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody want to talk about Misha's? Yeah, yeah. Ray the Mask. Yeah, I actually participated in the. I don't even know how to say it. Gishwin. Gishwin. It's spelled G I S H W H E S. The greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. <laughs> and it is part of the Random Act, and they basically, they actually got a world record yeah, for the largest scavenger yes, hunt. Yes, book of world records. Oh, book. yeah, I saw the other one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me pause. I saw that. Is that related to Supernatural? Yeah, yeah. 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 all Supernatural yeah. fans. That's cool. show. And then, you know, Hope for Haiti, Random Act, yeah. all tied all together. Yeah. They had, you had to do certain things, for example, make a Christmas tree fly. Huh. And you had to show a video of it. Right. And what they did for last year was the winner of the of the per, of it would be flown to Rome mm -hmm. and have spaghetti dinner with Misha. Yeah, oh, and they um, all kinds of crazy things. I mean, I remember it actually made national news. If you heard of a story about a uh, Christmas tree reaching space, air, space, <laughs> yeah. because it had balloons tied to it, it went in a flight so path. No, was, that was supernatural. Interfere fans. with the with And then Jensen, um, does somebody want to talk about Little Levi and the Buddy Walk? Yeah. Oh, he was here today. Yes, he was. I will. Okay. Um, Levi is. Jensen Ackles' nephew, and he was born with Down syndrome, and they have a place here in Dallas, and it's the Dallas Guild of Down syndrome, and they do a buddy walk every November, and they have Team Levi, and last year at Chicago Con, they, before Jared and Jensen left the stage, they had one of the episodes, they had a thing with a whole bunch of rock salt rounds, and Jared Jensen was like, we should make a make a profit off of this, gather it up and make a nice um, container for it. And they had the Winchester salt thing on it, and they had Jim Beaver, Jared, and Jensen's, and they had it signed. And the lady who got it, she raised $5,500 for a Team Levi. Mm -hmm. right. The look on Jensen's face when it went that high, he had tears in his eyes because mm -hmm. of, oh my God, that's for Levi. And from October till the walk, they raised close to $15,000 with 99% of it being Supernatural fans after Chicago Con. Right. Yeah. And then this year, 
Uh, Jared's mm. cause has has been wounded warriors. Sure. Yeah. And I know in Vancouver, we were there. They yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jared had a, his 30th birthday this yeah. year, and so they um, auctioned off some of his party favors that he had, and the lady uh, bought it for eight thousand dollars, and all the money went to wounded wounded warriors. That's really good. So, um, it's such a presence for them, the giving back and the charity. It's a right, regular yeah. part of what they do. Right. And so they encourage yeah. us to be better. Right. And we talk yeah. about a lot of ways that, that we feel like it's touched our hearts and made us better. But I think that's one of the things I've, ta I've heard so many people that that never had donated before no. to mm -hmm. anything particularly. And now um, they donate. Right. I think so it's also awesome. important to mention that, I mean, we're talking about like huge figures here right now, like people donating $5,000, $8,000, but Random Acts, uh, Misha Collins' charity, is a lot about just doing something small, just a nice uh, random act of kindness, basically, and even that, it doesn't have to be a huge sum of money, it doesn't have to, I mean, if you don't have that money to spend, you don't have to, but if you just go up to a stranger and give them flowers or just do something okay, nice. No, 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 the best um, of the scavenger hunt was to do a video of you doing something kind for someone. Yeah, right? exactly. And they posted, people were on YouTube posting that they went and baked cookies for their grandmother in the hospital or, or passed out to children. And you can't yeah. watch those without crying. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. from the show. Yeah. Be a better person. We keep exactly. each other human. But take it outside the show into the real world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you make a, a good point, Esther, about the, the donations because we did mention the big numbers. Mm -hmm. So many times I think some of us think, well, I can't really donate because I don't make, I don't make enough money. But what happens when you have a million crazy fans mm -hmm. and we're following that, you can donate to St. Jude $15 mm -hmm. or $10 or to, yeah. to the Buddy Walk $10, and it really adds up. So whatever you can do, it may not be $8,000, but we can still do what we can do. I think that's probably the way, one of the ways it's affected me most as a, a you know, I'm just, you want to follow and you want to be a part of these guys because you know that they're more than, than just actors. Mm -hmm. Right, it's more than just a television show. It really yeah. is a family. Like yeah. Every time we, I mean, that's what it always comes back to. That's what Eric Kripke always said, you know, that, you know, it's a family business. And I think we all have family and families are, are so diverse and different and family is not necessarily just a mom and a dad and three kids. Uh, family's different. And what, what do they say on the show? What, Family, family don't end with blood. blood. Family don't end with blood because it can be it can be anybody. And what what did you say? Um, there's there another one. Um, just because your blood doesn't make you family, you got to earn that. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of lessons that we yeah. that we learn there. Yeah, I've gained on Facebook about 300 people just because either they're going to a con, I've met them at a con, they like supernatural. Or they just want to get to know what supernatural is. It's amazing. Right. I mean, sometimes yeah. I see how excited you are over over it, and maybe even how it may have changed your life or changed you personally. Or I I see. I think, um, for instance, I had a friend today that that we were going to do a. a she, I said I want to do a photo op with you, and with uh, with Jared and Jensen, and she said, oh, No, I can't do that. I don't I don't take pictures. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take pictures. And I said, Okay. I said, Let's. Let's do it, and we'll hide behind the boys and just kind of peek out from behind. <laughs> and um, so after the whole weekend, um, we went to do our photo op, and I said, now, how are we going to hide behind it? She goes, no, I want to just hug. I want to be out mm -hmm. there in the mm -hmm. picture. 
And I was so proud of her because she had, even in this last couple of days, gained some confidence yeah, that she didn't have because we're all, everybody here is so supportive of each other, no matter mm -hmm. who we are, how old we are, mm -hmm. you know, what, you know, where we're from or whatever, so. I have to say, because she's not here, and, uh, Jennifer DeFolvio, who's been on the blog talk radio before, and she's my best friend in Las Vegas. And I didn't have any friends when I moved there because I'm a military kid, so I moved around a lot and you meet new people everywhere, but I was shy when I was little, so it was hard to meet people. Supernatural, I've been able to meet so many people. And there's two really quick stories that I have to say. Jennifer, we actually went to the same convention, didn't saw each other, but didn't really connect until we found out on Facebook that we lived in the same city. <laughs> so then we met. And now we basically have regular Supernatural nights on a regular basis. We are total best friends. She's so sad she couldn't come. But I actually got to call her, call her last night when Richard was downstairs and she got to, she got to talk to him on the phone. So she was ecstatic. And that's the kind of thing that you meet, and it's just amazing. And then she's like, oh, I already bought you. Were you the one who was like, the, she, she was on the phone and then she didn't hear it, so you, you were like... <laughs> Are you even listening? Like, was that you? Uh, I don't know. I think that was Richard, actually. Richard was yelling at her, just joking. He's like, why did you come? And she's like, I had to work. And, yeah, and he was, like, joking with her. And who we're talking about is, is Richard Spate, Jr., who's Richard been um, in, a, in a lot of different shows. Um, and he was a, a character, I think someone mentioned earlier. We're not going to name him because of the game. Yeah, he played the, <laughs> yeah. He played the uh, whatever. We, we, we won't talk about that because we're going to do a little game in just a second. But uh, that's who she was talking about. And this was one of the things that I think is, is, is so exciting about going to a Supernatural convention is that last night after the convention, if you will, part ended for the evening, the ac actors met everyone downstairs in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> and we um, and they sat and visited, you know, with everybody. And you were just talking about you called your phone, your friend on the phone, and Richard, the star, got yeah. on the phone and talked to her. I mean, it's, that's star. the I mean, sort of the sort that's of how uh, people they are. you know closeness they are, and they they really seem to respect us as much as we do them. Yeah, she said but I just want to add on to that real quick. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say, um, likewise, I ended up lucky enough to be in front of Richard before the crowd just kind of trapped in there, and I'm like, if it's not any inconvenience, can you call my friend? She's the reason I got into Supernatural, and she hasn't been to a con yet. She's not able to make it. He's like, so she does the show? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so he shares, so he called her, and she's like, I'll love you forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was like texting me, like, you are awesome. This made my night. I mean, she's just so happy. And with my... Other little quick story was. Oh yeah, I just wanted oh. to say along your phone call line. Also, I think she had him call her friend first. Okay, oh. And then he talked to Jennifer. Yeah. Okay. And then right after that, he talked to my husband. My dad. <laughs> yes. I didn't hear that one. Why? Because yet uh, Saturday, yesterday was our 28th wedding anniversary, oh. and he's in California, and I'm here with my daughter right. at this convention, uh -huh. and that was kind of pretty much his gift me was to be able to come to this mm. and spend the weekend here, even mm. though it happened to fall right over our anniversary. Mm. And I also got a meet and greet with Jared this morning because of that, which mm. I probably won't ever do a meet and greet again, but it was wonderful to be able to do one. Mm. Right. And that also, he follows the show too. Mm. And literally everyone in my family, it started with just my daughter and I now. Mm. 
Yep. The whole family watches it now because of us watching it. Mm -hmm. So, but that is something that I have never. Uh, one other time at another convention we did with Highlander, one of the stars did talk to my, to my brother. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But it's not the norm. It's not common. Thing. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't have celebrities yeah. that will take five minutes and talk to somebody that they don't know on the phone because they couldn't make it to a convention. It's just usually not done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real quick, somebody. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, what was your name? Jan. Carol. 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 I'm sorry. Um, Carol mentioned a meet and greet. So some of our listeners may not know what a meet and greet right. is at a convention. But she so. doesn't want to say her other thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I can, I can say that. Uh, a meet and greet is basically where you, you you get to go in a room with maybe 10 other people. If it's Jared and Jensen, it's 30 other people. 20. 20. Or 20 other people. Yeah, and you basically just get to inter talk to them and have that sort of pri more private experience versus being in a room with a bunch of people. And it's a lot of fun. I just did a Richard and Matt one, mm -hmm. and they were amazing. Was anyone else in there? No, but oh. I know this. <laughs> so, it was so, and they're just cut up. I mean, well, um, Lauren said Richard, play, you know, we'll tell you who we play <laughs> later, but, and then Matt, they're best friends. They also do the karaoke, which we can talk about. But my little story was about family or just how sweet people are. I, I was kind of, the first con I went to, which was in LA, the very first day, Thursday, in line, registration, I thought everybody just shows up. Turns out that's only for gold members, and the girl in line had an extra gold ticket because her cousin couldn't come and she gave it to me. Oh, wow. And I have to mention her, her name is Christina, and it was the most, I mean, I'm, I still cry thinking about it because that's, I'm, I don't like to talk prices, but in this mm -hmm. case I will, cost $529, and she gave it to me for free. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting. That's, because and she never met me before. And they sell yeah. out early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Another friend that we have, we have a, a Dallas-Fort Worth Supernatural watch group here that we have summer parties uh, for the finale and the premieres that, you know, the girls all come and we watch and spend the nights and have a, have a good time. And um, one of our members, um, Again, she she couldn't afford to come, and someone else couldn't come because she was going to be having surgery from another part of the country, and so she called her up and she said, I'd like for you to have my ticket. Again, a gold mm -hmm. ticket, and gave it to her for free. So, um, And these are people that you've never met. Never, mm -hmm. never met before. So, Janet, yeah. You talk about how the fans take care of the stars and stars take care of the fans. We also take care of each other in mm -hmm. ways like that. Yeah. There was a girl on Tumblr called um, Sashi, mm -hmm. and a friend of hers posted that this girl had some terrible health problems, endometriosis, terrible pain, uh, basically dying. Um, can you spread the word? Can you signal boost on these social media networks? And the Supernatural fandom, with help from a couple other TV fandoms, raised $30,000 in one day to get her surgery to save her life. And they've raised a little bit more sense to make the quality of her life better. That's just us taking care of us. We mm -hmm. never met her. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really the trickle-down effect of, you know, the, the boys starting yeah. with all those charities and then everyone thinking... We should be a better person. We should be a better person because, you know, Dean yeah. says to Sam, you know, we keep each other human. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So the very next year, I mean, I couldn't, I surprised Jennifer. That's why I was coming with that. Jennifer with a gold for her birthday. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know. So th and then she had already bought a silver and she gave it to someone. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's how those stewards connect. <laughs> right. There we We'll be right back with the fans. I'd like to encourage you at this time uh, to pick up a copy of Flight of the Fused Monkeys.
you sci-fi lovers, and you mystery lovers, you drama lovers, if you like to see both the sci-fi, the drama, the supernatural, and relationships between friends and members of a family, then Flight of the Fused Monkeys is a book for you. It is available at Amazon and Barnes and Nobles for any of your digital devices. You'll enjoy it. Flight of the Fused Monkeys. Well, we have with us Esther from Holland. You guys have heard her before talk about uh, her experience here in Supernatural. But I'd like us to get to know Esther a little bit. Esther, what brings you from Holland all the way here to Dallas? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm an American Studies major, um, and as part of my studies, I I had the chance to go on an exchange program Mm -hmm. to the U.S. Um, I could choose from several cities, one of which was Lawrence, Kansas, kid you not, which is the um, starting point of the TV show Supernatural. Um, But in the end, I chose to go to New Orleans um, as an exchange student for this semester, Mm And um, when I found out that I was going, I figured I might as well just check out if there's any conventions a little bit close to New Orleans uh, in the U.S. because this will be my only chance to go to a U.S. convention. Mm. Um, And I found out about Dallas, and I decided to go. And you really had a good time. You said that. Yes, I had a wonderful time here. Well, you don't have to mention it, even though some people think I have an accent. (laughs) You, on the other hand, are from Holland, speak (laughs) Dutch, and you speak English so beautifully. Oh, thank you so much. I would have thought it. So so did you learn English over there, I'm guessing? Yeah, um, in Holland, I'm not sure, but I think usually um, people learn English from fifth grade on, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes earlier, sometimes a little later, but definitely from seventh grade on, it's mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, um, I don't know, I've always had this kind of weird fascination with English, and a couple of my friends, like one is half British, one is half Canadian, and we just speak English instead mm-hmm. of Dutch, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I just kind of practiced over the years, and yeah, I mean, I don't think my accent is perfect, but thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing great. But, but let, let's, do a little, let's do a little Dutch. Can you tell all of the Dutch people in and out of this room, supernatural, we don't know who is here. <laughs> right. uh, t- tell them in Dutch why you love Supernatural and Supernatural Con in Dallas. Okay. Um, I hou heel veel van Supernatural omdat het mijn leven echt veranderd heeft. Um, Ik heb, uh, ja, het heeft me door best moeilijke tijden heen geholpen en dat is me heel veel waard. En ik, I'm thinking in English. (laughs) 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 De personages spreken me heel erg aan en en dat is heel belangrijk voor mij. En hier in Dallas, de sfeer is gewoon heel erg leuk en... Dat maakt het heel erg bijzonder dat, um, dat iedereen zo aardig is en de, en de cast is zo aardig en ja, alles is gewoon perfect hier. Dus ik heb het heel erg naar mijn zin gehad. Well, thank you Esther and ladies and gentlemen, that sounded like Dutch to me. <laughs> We have no idea what you said. Awesome. <laughs> 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 what is the show translate? It's perfect. Everything translate the show into Dutch. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
we don't dub. Thank uh, God.
and her husband has allowed her to celebrate it with her daughter here. But <laughs> now I'm going to talk to her daughter, Lester, and find out why she allowed herself to be dragged to the <laughs> Supernatural Convention. Well, I'll start by saying Veterans Day two years ago, my friend that I met through another convention society, uh, another convention, anime conventions, gave me uh, the very first season of Supernatural. She doesn't normally lend things out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you really want to watch the show? I really want you to get into it. I trust you with this here. I was so touched. I'm like, yay, let's watch this. So my mom and I decided we'd watch it together. It was a new show, and we're like, hey, we can bond over this. Let's see if we like it. We put in the first episode. By the end of the episode, we were instantly hooked. Mm. I was like, hey, I just finished the first pilot, and I'm a ding girl already. <laughs> I was like, I'm bi, bro. From then on, with like in the course of like two weeks, we had already finished season one, and we're like, okay, there's no freaking way we can wait for her to give us the next season. She lives too far. She lives like 30 minutes away. We're like, okay, we're gonna buy this. We bought the whole show. That was five seasons at the time, and the sixth season was still airing. So we went through all five and started downloading. We did buy the six seasons, both of us each. We don't believe in pirating, but <laughs> we couldn't wait. So we downloaded the sixth season up until the air, the episode that was airing, and got all caught up in time for the sixth season after the hiatus. So from there, we were both fans, and we were like, yeah, we're totally hooked. we got to go to a convention together at some point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to make it to Burbank. Mm-hmm. She, uh, it was a last-minute decision for her to go, and I had work, so she took my brother, and who's also a fan of the show. And his story is very quick and funny. He hadn't watched the show. He sat down in uh, Hollywood Babylon, right? And he's like, oh, this is that supernatural thing. We're like, yeah. He's like, and that's Dean. We're like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to watch until he gets the girl. (laughs) (laughs) The end episode. So we're like, you hooked? He's like, yeah. (laughs) So now he's a fan, too. So that's why I'm here, because we both really wanted to do this. She bought the tickets. She bought me gold. She bought the photo op, and we got to do Jared and Justin today. And I'm like, oh, this is going to take me a long time to pay back, but thank you so much. So we're having a blast. I've got to meet Richard last night and so many other things because she paid for all this. I only work at a sandwich shop, <laughs> so I don't make enough to really afford the gold package. So I'm very happy to be here. That's a nice one. Nice. <laughs> I wanted to jump in there really quick and, and say... You mentioned that you were a Dean girl, so oh, our audience oh, may not know what that means. Dean girl, Dean again, and Barbara. And Barbara. Jared, Jared kind of like he plays Sam, uh, yeah. and Jensen Ackles plays Dean. Mm-hmm. So most of us attach or are attracted to, or we relate to, uh, many mm-hmm. times by personality to one or the other. So if you're a Sam girl, that means you probably like Sam more. If you're a Dean girl, you like Dean more. And what did y'all just say? Bye, Bye girl. And then, you oh, know, of course, you, we can't forget the cast girls because they'll kill us. There are cast girls. Can we get in? Right. There's a very popular t-shirt that says, I'm a Dean girl, but Sam curious. Right. But Bye, bro means that you like good. them both equally. Oh, okay, or I was going to ask you. you the same one way or the other. Same free will as all three characters. The cast Sam Dean girls that can't pick any three. Yeah, and yeah. Castiel, we didn't really talk. Misha Collins plays Castiel, who introduced later in the show. Right, and, and plays uh, an angel, and so he becomes um, 
uh, you know, a kind of a partner in crime, if you will, uh, with Sam and Dean. So he has his own following, very much so. So there are there are cast girls, and, and don't let us mislead you and think that we're that all the fans are women because you guys have mentioned guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I call my brother a Dean girl. It actually does change too because my son, when he started out. Uh, he started out totally 100% behind Dean, mm -hmm. and he oh, was yeah. that way in season one and season two. By season three, he was like, well, they both have their faults, they're both human, so, you know, I'm kind of equal now. Season four, he was kind of still in the equality thing, they mm -hmm. both had their problems, and he just wanted to smack them both. <laughs> <laughs> By season five, he was leaning a little more towards Sam. Mm -hmm. Then we hit season six. And he started leaning quite heavily into the Sam camp because he felt that the Dean character was being awfully hypocritical on the things that he was very judgmental yeah. on his mm -hmm. brother on, mm -hmm. and yet he would turn around and do. Mm -hmm. And he's also the youngest. He has three older sisters. Yeah. So mm -hmm. he was mm -hmm. like, wow, <laughs> this is so not fair in the way treating him. So by season seven, he was like, okay, you know what, Dean, I want to smack, and Sam's a pretty good guy now. So he <laughs> actually literally went from one side of the scale to the other yeah. over the course of seven seasons. And by his own confession, yeah. he is a Sam girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him in Burbank, he told me that. Yeah, girl, right? Is where he yeah, is. Yeah, that's what he called himself, Sam girl. <laughs> I thought Jan touched on something really important when she said, you know, that there are characters that we're attracted to or that we relate to, a lot of people will see the show and they see two very attractive lead actors and they assume that if you watch it, it's simply because you think they're cute. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's not offensive exactly, but I mean, to relegate that to such a little narrow mm -hmm. strip, mm -hmm. there's so much of them that we relate to and it's not about that they're attractive. It's like a Trojan horse, you know. Mm -hmm. That's the, the attractive guys in the classic car is the appearance, but what's inside is so much deeper and more real. You know, I relate to Dean. I don't feel like I am Dean. I don't feel like I'm a guy. Mm -hmm. But a lot of his issues and struggles or Sam, who is more rebellious against his father, but Dean is the good soldier and the good son, and his father's his hero, and he just listens without questioning, and Sam questions. There's so much for us to relate to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, and also the the whole um, the mythology, I think, is, is um, extremely interesting, mm -hmm. especially if you follow it from the beginning, and also the... the um, the analogies mm -hmm. uh, to our own when they they, they fight real demons, mm -hmm. but of course we all oh, can relate mm -hmm. to our own mm -hmm. personal demons mm -hmm. in the in the very much the same way. So sure. there's all of that, and our fandom is um, the, the 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 directors, the producers, even the actors. Mm -hmm. If there's a question about a particular episode or an issue or a, a conflict or whatever, they just go to the fandom because everybody knows, or at least there's somebody out there that knows every single little thing. And um, so, so it's really, it's really interesting and educational um, in, in its in its own right as well. Sure. I think yeah. I find it. I there find are people it really getting challenging. You know, I, I really think that they deserve Emmys. I mean, I don't yeah. know. the acting on the show is amazing. The writing on the show is amazing. And we didn't and see any this weekend, did we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yet again, no Emmys for, for Supernatural. No, yeah. so maybe one day. Well, you know, it's a genre thing. It's really right. hard with that brush. It's sci-fi and people. And, and to be honest, I mean, I come from a, a, a certain background where when I when I first started getting into I thought it was, you know, I wouldn't watch that because I, I can't watch a horror, like if I saw a horror movie, I, I can't watch that. I mm -hmm. never watched that. No. I don't like to be scared. I'm just not that kind of person. Mm -hmm. 
But there's something about the show that all of a sudden all the blood and guts and all that kind of stuff is not even what you focus on. You really right. focus on the the characters. Well, I can be now. I can eat popcorn and pie, <laughs> pie, any pudding, anything, <laughs> whatever you're doing, and 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 whatever happens is just like. Oh, Sam. Oh, Sam. Or, oh, Sam. Why did you do that now? Okay, and then they go do something, and you're like, yes, it's just, it's just the human relationships. Yeah. Just watch the whole Just episode. Wait. Just watch, you know, a little longer. Yeah, yeah and you and, and you have to get past. Um, I, you have to get past the surface. Yeah, of, of what's being. If you only see it, what's presented on the surface, you're you're going to miss the biggest part of it. There's you a lot of reading really between. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. also, the show is is very um, intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much more than people give it credit for when they mm-hmm. just see a little bit of it. Because my brother, uh, my older brother, um, he is one of the most hypercritical TV shows, period. He can pick apart anything and tell you why you shouldn't watch it. Mm. And he was very critical of the genre and and, uh, science fiction and things like that. And it takes a lot to get him to watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. He's just not one to do that. And his wife is totally into the reality shows, which we all know aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet he's inundated with those from her. And so he's very, very critical of TV shows. And after my son and I had gone to the convention in March, we came back talking about it, talking about the people. And we were talking about it in such a real way just the actors and all, and how they acted and how they treated everybody and the interaction that we had. He was so impressed that he actually started watching the show. Mm. And he watched from season one through season six Mm -hmm. in approximately two months. Mm. Wow. Mm. And this is someone who does not watch TV. Mm. And he became hooked. And, And he all of a sudden saw all the things that we had talked about and and then he actually, even though he criticized tremendously the first two seasons, because More. that's the kind of person he, he criticized is. up through the fifth season until he like finished through season six. And went, that was a brilliant show. And you're like you're criticizing every <laughs> step of the way. He's like, well, now I have the whole picture. It's a that's brilliant show. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and he's a very critical person. So again, it's another guy who watched the show. Mm. Um, but yet he became hooked because. Once he heard about the realness of the people who make the show, mm. he watched it through a different mindset, mm. and then he could see, even though there were things that he could criticize, it still drew him in mm. and got him involved in the character. I think it's important what you said, because the writing is so intelligent without being um, pretentious. Mm-hmm. So there's there's so many intelligent things about the show, but at the same time they can reference Porky's. You know, they can they can do that, and that's a wonderful thing about the show that it's not this elitist thing, but at the same time, it is really intelligent. There's enough in yeah. there. Are, there are many people getting their masters and PhDs mm-hmm. in supernatural. 
Really? Yeah, mythology. They're they're drawn in by the mythology of it, or just you know the literary tropes that are reflected mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. It it draws really smart people, and there's enough stuff there to. I mean, some people might know how long it takes to get a PhD. Mm-hmm. There's enough stuff here. Oh yeah, there's someone what's it called lore. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. But even just, I mean, just you can look it up from the point of view of literary criticism, mm-hmm. except it's a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a girl who's getting a master's degree comparing the Sam and Dean trajectory with the Bible mm-hmm. and the stories that are paralleled in Supernatural with Lucifer and Michael and that classical biblical mythology. So she's getting her master's degree in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And also, it's one of the few shows that I have ever seen that actually can make fun of itself. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. That French was constant. My heart was long. I mentioned (laughs) earlier how how the reality shows are not real. And yet, there's so much for a show that isn't real to have so much real in it because the things that they talk about are current. Every season, they are making fun of or picking at or mentioning in some way current activities that are going on in the world, mm-hmm. in our societies, um, that other TV shows just kind of ignore because they're in their own reality. And this show, you really feel like you could walk out and find the characters in the show and relate to them and talk to them because they already do it on the show and talk about things that are going on presently. Does anyone yeah. want to talk about that with season seven? Because there's some parallels with the corporate, um, oh, yeah. the bad guy and Dick Roman well, and yeah. Well, um, I was at, but I was actually because you said that and you were talking about reality shows. If you want to see something that's hilarious just for the sake of it, watch Paul and Idol so you can see Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure even anybody could want to see something like that because no, it's really funny. No, when I was coming up um, at the elevator one day. Um, I think it was two days ago. Someone was mentioning that, or, or perhaps it was at your at your uh, Pinata place. Someone was mentioning that even if I don't see all the shows, make sure I see the gag reels. Yeah. What, now yes. tell me, what is that about? That is the the outtakes from filming. You know, all the messed up lines and practical mm-hmm. jokes and just you know whenever Fair things enough. go mm-hmm. go wrong, but in a funny way, they um. The producers take all of those clips and put them together in this montage and play it in the special features of the DVD. Mm -hmm. So you get about six or seven minutes of just sheer hilarity Mm -hmm. of of these people just having the time of their lives mm-hmm. filming the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that Jared and Dinser are the huge pranksters mm-hmm. that they are. <laughs> yeah. And we can go a long time on that, but <laughs> what else we got? So, so there, there you go, folks. These are fans. They're not being paid <laughs> by <laughs> Supernatural. We're not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, when we're back, we're going to play a game. that game blankety blank uh, you will hear on uh, the next episode of Supernatural Supernatural Plans playing blankety blank we hope that you too are excited to join the Supernatural fans and start listening to the Supernatural TV series on uh, CNW or if you're outside of the borders of the United States, then check online to see 
the times of your showing. Also want to encourage you again to check out Flight of the Fused Monkeys by yours truly. See you next week.